Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. And our top story today, certain vehicles are easy targets amid an increase in vehicle thefts. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Matt Moore is a Senior Vice President at the Highway Data Loss Institute. Matt, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Matt, I want to start off a conversation. Um, the pandemic had a lot of impact, had a lot of impact health-wise and financially. And one thing I thought was really interesting is that there was a boom in vehicle thefts. How did you, how did you all see it? So we routinely monitor the health of our database. We want to check to make certain that uh, the inbound data is consistent with our expectations so that when we're studying critical highway safety issues that we can be confident that what we're seeing is in fact the issue that we're studying, like the impact of the legalization of recreational marijuana or advanced driver assistance systems or automated driving systems. So we're always looking to make certain that the data is healthy. And anytime there's a big swing in that data, we have to dig deep into that to make certain that what we're seeing is something that is in fact occurring in the real world as opposed to problems in terms of the data submission or the way we're handling those data. And as you point out, at, at the start of the pandemic, vehicle thefts started to explode and um, some really interesting things occurred there. Now, typically when we look at vehicle theft, uh, at least when we're talking about whole vehicle theft. And this is an important distinction uh, from an insurance perspective. If you have comprehensive coverage, which is the coverage that pays for losses uh, associated with vehicle theft, it can cover three types of, of theft, and that is whole vehicle theft, theft of vehicle parts, so somebody steals your wheels, for example, or your catalytic converter, uh, or the contents of your vehicle. So those are all three different types of thefts. Uh, at the start of the pandemic, theft claims started to explode. And one of the earlier things that we saw was that uh, catalytic converters uh, were, became this massive issue. And typically when we study whole vehicle theft, uh, vehicles that are targets are vehicles that are either expensive, they're pricey, they're powerful, or they're pickup trucks. And when we started seeing this initial explosion in theft claims, what we were seeing was older Toyota Priuses, and it was a real head scratcher. And then upon further um, exploration of the data, we discovered that, yeah, there was this problem going on where Toyota Priuses, their catalytic converters were being stolen in mass. And then that problem spread to other types of vehicles. And then not long after that, we started seeing this issue where Hyundai Kia vehicles were theft targets and that was a head scratcher. And in addition to that, this problem really began in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is not a place that we typically associate with lots of vehicle theft. Yeah, so 
I guess, I mean, very interesting data. And I, I imagine the, I'm trying to imagine the look on your face and the team's face when you started looking at these anomalies. But any rationale, I mean, you talk about the catalytic converter. Um, I'm, I'm not an automotive uh, mechanic by, by any stretch in the imagination. That is an important part, I think, from the environment, environmental perspective. But any, I mean, the only thing I can think of when I'm looking at reading the, the data and looking at the article is that a lot of cars weren't being used. They were being parked on their, maybe in front of a home, maybe they were not garage kept. But why, why would you think that there would be an increase in vehicle theft, particularly in the great state of Wisconsin? So, uh, you know, I, I think people are going to debate the hows and whys of this situation for a long time. But I can sort of understand the catalytic converter thing. So the issue with those catalytic converters, particularly the Prius ones, were that they were worth a lot of money on the secondary market. They had a lot of rare earth metals and some news stories had you know, put the price of those used catalytic converters at somewhere around $1,000. And if you're stealing those vehicle parts, that's kind of a different crime than if you're stealing the whole vehicle. In contrast to this Hyundai Kia theft problem, which many would argue or say that it was driven by social media and, and by TikTok. And you know, the, the assertion or the claim is that someone put out the information on how to steal these Hyundai Kia vehicles on TikTok, and then it, it became a viral thing. And kids were out there stealing these vehicles and posting their exploits on social media. Mm. And, you know, part of the, you know, some of what helped to facilitate this was that these Hyundai Kia vehicles uh, don't have what's called an immobilizer. They don't have an anti-theft device, which makes it very difficult for novices to steal vehicles. And using some benchmark numbers, in 2015, over 95% of vehicles from all other manufacturers had it standard immobilizers. In contrast, only 25% of Hyundai Kia vehicles did in that same model year. And so Hyundai Kia were lagging behind their competitors in terms of the, the fitment of these immobilizers, these anti-theft devices. And someone figured out that they, they they were vulnerable. They figured out how to uh, capitalize on that vulnerability. They posted it on social media. And then next thing, this problem just spread all across the country. Wow. I mean, it, 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 it just shows you how something can just explode. Um, you know, uh, you mentioned the, the, the rare earth metals. I mean, it used to be when I was a kid, we would gather cans and recycle them. It sounds like the cool thing was to uh, collect catalytic converters and to be smelted or melted down and turned into those uh, minerals. Last question before we go to a commercial break. Um, how does this translate? I, I get the, the theft and I understand how that would translate into what the impact would be for a consumer. But what about things like insurance and the cost of replacing these vehicles and the fact that maybe it's not just the Kia and the Hyundai. It, maybe they get, once those have been all stolen, maybe it's some other vehicles that someone figures out. So what... What is the, the net impact to the consumer out there besides the stolen vehicle? 
Sure. So it's, you know, I'll make another point uh, while I'm answering your question, and that is, sure. it wasn't just the catalytic converters. It wasn't just these Hyundai Kia vehicles, although the Hyundai Kia vehicles by far are the big standouts. Vehicle theft claims were are up significantly in contrast to pre-pandemic time periods. And, you know, the, you know, the impact is uh, insurance customers are likely going to end up paying higher rates for comprehensive coverage, particularly those who own the vehicles that are affected and or that, that live in the affected areas. Yeah, that's, that's, and, and you add that, Matt, to the cost of gasoline, the cost of paying for food and other goods that we all need. It just adds up and, and really puts a lot of pressure on the consumer. Matt, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about vehicle theft and maybe a little prevention. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. 
Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The Tax Relief Line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free. Well, Matt, thanks so much for staying with us this morning. Really appreciate hanging out for segment number two. Happy to chat. Yeah, uh, Matt, let's talk about how manufacturers are going to respond. I think you, you said with these two particular vehicles, the word is out on the street that the immobilizer mechanism or mechanisms were not part of this vehicle. How, how are not just the manufacturers, Hyundai and Kia, and how are all manufacturers responding? Because I, I, I have to think like cybersecurity and cyber theft, it's cat and mouse. You have to keep adapting your security protocols, whether it's for vehicle theft or for cybersecurity. So the manufacturers are responding and, you know, the it, setting aside Hyundai Kia over time, the manufacturers have have added immobilizers, these anti-theft devices as standard equipment. So that's a great step in, in the right direction. And those manufacturers that are that have vehicles that are very vulnerable to specific problems like catalytic converter theft, some manufacturers are taking steps to figure out aftermarket solutions to try to impede this, you know, uh, slow thieves down uh, from being able to, to steal these incredibly expensive components. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's an interesting thing. The vehicle identification number, the VIN, uh, many folks don't realize that one of the reasons the VIN system was put in place was as an anti-theft mechanism. And increasingly over time, as the VINs become part of sort of vehicle commerce, that's really helped to tamp down whole vehicle theft because it's very difficult now in the U.S. to transact business with a, a stolen vehicle. There's just so many digitized records out there, uh, online proof of insurance, online proof of registration. It's difficult to steal vehicles. So that's been a step in the right direction. But the interesting thing is, the VIN standard requires some expensive components to be stamped with the VIN, such as the engine and the transmission. But the ironic thing is now some vehicle components like headlights, uh, like catalytic converters can be incredibly expensive and can cost almost as much as, as say the engine or a transmission, which that was just something that the standard never envisioned in 1981. Uh, Go ahead, Jeff. I was going to just ask you, kind of transitioning to, like, people are probably watching this, and even if you don't have the Hyundai or the Kia, great cars, by the way, they're, they're really great cars. How, how do you prevent, what can you do as a consumer? I mean, when I was a, a kid in the 80s and 90s getting my license, I had the, the, the wheel lock. I don't know if you remember the wheel lock. That was really in vogue. But that can be, you can cut into the steering wheel and, and pull those off. 
So how do we, what do we, what steps can we take to mitigate this? Or can we, is there anything we can do? Yeah, so, in, so let's talk about the wheel lock a little bit first. Um, and, you know, it's, it's questionable whether or not those wheel locks actually can prevent real skilled vehicle thieves from stealing a vehicle that they want. However, Hyundai Kia in the areas that are experiencing the worst problems with regard to this, this TikTok theft issue have offered those clubs to police departments to distribute to owners of these vehicles. And, you know, the interesting thing there is, I'm guessing that uh, a youth who's watched a TikTok video and, and understands how to defeat the, you know, the, knows how to start these vehicles, they probably don't know how to defeat that club. And or if they're really determined to do this kind of uh, theft, they'll probably just walk past a vehicle with a club and look for one that doesn't have one. So if I owned one of the Hyundai Kia vehicles that had this vulnerability in one of the areas where this was a problem, I'd seriously consider getting a club. Now, pivoting away from uh, the Hyundai Kia issue and, and the vehicle theft issue in general, I think one thing that consumers often don't realize is that comprehensive coverage, again, that's the insurance coverage that pays for theft losses, uh, is not a required coverage. No state requires a customer to have that coverage. However, if you have a car loan or a lease, the financial institution is going to insist that you have that coverage. But that's something where once people satisfy a loan, or you know, they often will drop that optional coverage. And what I'm getting at is, if, if you own one of these vulnerable vehicles and you're in a place where the theft of these vehicles is a problem, make sure you've got that comprehensive coverage so that if your vehicle is stolen, um, you, you will, you'll have coverage. Well, Matt, um, given all the things that we've just talked about and um, you, you noted that maybe some of the price of, of insurance is going up and maybe there's a need to reflect back on some of the coverages given the conversation we're having, is now a good time, uh, beginning of the year here in February, to shop or think about revisiting your car insurance? You know, Jeff, uh, auto insurance is, is a highly competitive uh, market. And you know, I, I don't know that there's ever a bad time to, to, to take a look and see what other rates or better rates might be available. Yeah, well, I think given the conversation, I mean, it's certain, probably something that people should at least think about at least once a year, just like you look at your regular financial plan. Matt, we're going to leave it there. Always great to get your perspective and great talking with you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Great. Thanks for having me, Jeff. And that wraps up this episode of BRN AM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Bolts. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, or visit our website and, of course, all of our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes.
Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts, so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.